Hey, this is Mo the Beer Man, and today's podcast is on violence and hip-hop culture. You know, we know that hip-hop, rap music, have been around since 1979. Back then, it was pretty tame than what we see and listen to today. So, so this is a good question, question to the listeners out there, and that includes my international listeners, because we all know that hip-hop is worldwide. Everybody around the world listens to some form of hip-hop. But there's also violence that comes with hip-hop. Now, we already know about what happened in Memphis, Tennessee. We had that shooting. This idiot going around live streaming, and I believe he killed four people and injured three people before he was captured. And this this maggot is only 19 years old. Now, how do we equate that with hip-hop? I do put some onimus on hip-hop on this one because the problem with people who listen to hip-hop is that they become entrenched in it. They believe they're that person. And then they start to act out the violence of the music that they're listening to. They act it out. Most hip-hop artists say that they are gangsters. All that, they're badasses. Most hip-hop artists are acting out. Most of them are not from gangster-type areas. Most of them are fraud, in my book. They're just pretending to be all hard, you know. You know, I'm from the hood. Now, now don't get me wrong. There are some rappers and artists, hip-hop artists, who actually are from the hood. They are from the streets. But you also have hip-hop artists who have committed crimes and have gone to prison. Look at Shug Knight, Suge Knight. He's in prison right now because he couldn't he couldn't separate reality from fantasy. He still thought he was in the hood. He still thought he was a gangbanger. And now look at his dumb fat ass. Now he's in jail, he's in prison. You got others who are, you got TK. You know, originally from Long Beach, California, but grew up in Texas. He did the rap song called The Race. He was an up-and-coming artist. And I have to admit, it was pretty good. Now he sits in prison because he couldn't let go of his fantasy of reality. You know, you preach what you're, you're preaching what you're rapping and you're trying to live that life. Who knows what happens to people when they, they're just like they're trying to say about rock and roll music back in the 70s. 
You know, people are really getting into rock music and acting out and this and that. And then you had in the 1980s, Tipper Gore, who wanted to put warning labels on albums. I think she succeeded in that part. But hip hop, it, it, it is violence, a lot of violence in it. I kind of didn't want to touch on that subject. But the only reason why I'm touching on it because I was listening to one of my favorite commentators. He was filling in for Glenn Beck named Jason Whitlock. A damn good sports reporter. And one of the best. And I was thinking about my other good friend, Coach Springer. Because he really likes listening to um, Jason Whitlock. So, I was thinking about my good friend, Coach Springer, and I said, you know what? I can see why he likes Jason Whitlock. But Jason Whitlock was touching on what happened in Memphis, just what I knew to earlier. You know, people want to say it's a color thing. Unfortunately, the two incidents that happened in Memphis, Tennessee, were two black men. Now, the, the guy who shot up everybody, I mean, that was probably random. I don't know if race was involved. I think he, the people he killed were black. I'm not sure. And then that, that maggot who abducted, abducted or kidnapped Eliza Fletcher and then killed her. Why did he kill her? Why? He doesn't relish freedom. He spent 20 years of a 22-year prison sentence and only been out of prison for about two years. You know why I think he really did it? Not because she was a white woman or whatever. I think he did it because he missed home. He missed home. Home to him was prison. But he could have did it another way. He didn't have to kill this, this woman of two kids, a mother. Now that's just my own speculation, my own and my own words, not for the not from the left-wing media. And speaking of the media, they're complicit too, because why is it that whenever a black person or a person of color commits crime, they try to downplay it? They don't want to mention the race because number one, we're afraid to be called racist. You know, the left-wing media, we don't want to be called racist. So when black people or people of color do something wrong, we just want to downplay it a little bit. And then you're going to get all the other people, like that idiot Jamel Hill, you know, who I can't stand. That's why I believe it was ESPN or Sportsman who got rid of her dumbass. And she had a nerve to say something about the late Queen Elizabeth II, who died, talking about colonialism. You know, colonial. Colonialism. I don't care. I give a shit about that. But when she was alive, you probably didn't even say anything about it. But getting back to the hip-hop culture, yes, I believe it incites violence. That's probably how Black Lives Matter and Antifa came to prominence. They listened to much of that music. Now, don't get me wrong, I like some hip-hop music myself. I'm not going to lie here. Like I said, I'm about the truth here. 
I don't sugarcoat nothing. So yes, I do like some hip hop, but I'm more of the old school hip hop, not hip hop today. I think hip hop today sucks. It's too many people want to be somebody that they're not. And now you got kids who are going to emulate the, these rappers, you know, talk about women, call them names and all that. But most people will say that you don't understand hip-hop. You are uneducated in the hip-hop culture because of the things you hear like ignorance, violence, and pestilence. That's what they like to say. But they're going to say, we need to study hip-hop. Yes, you can go to certain colleges, but they actually have college courses, courses on hip-hop. Count me out. Count me out. So what are the misconceptions that many have said that correlates hip-hop music? What is it? Well, the number one correlation is going to be violence, obviously. Yeah. And you know what? These rappers, boy, oh boy, they have made a lot of money. They are multi-millionaires. You look at Jay-Z and Kanye West. Well, I know Kanye West is a billionaire. Can you imagine that? Becoming rich by spewing violence in your, your lyrics. You know what, maybe I should become a, a hip-hop artist so I can become rich. I'm pretty sure Mo the Beer Man can think of some raunchy lyrics. That's right, and some violence, you know. Hey man, you know what? I'm Mo the Beer Man, I'm from the streets. Yeah, you know, I got my nine tucked into my waistband, now I'm getting ready to pull it out, I'm gonna blast a motherfucker. I mean, excuse my language. But you know, you know what I mean. You know what I mean. You know, you know, that's how it comes out. Yeah, look at Eminem, a very prominent white rapper who is super rich. I gotta admit, I do like some of his music too. But it's not, his music is not as violent. Violent, you know. His is a little bit more funny, you know, you can laugh at it. But, but I don't want to sour too much on it because I have to admit, Tupac Shakur was one hell of a lyricist. He was a poet, spoke the truth. And when you mention Tupac Shakur, you cannot forget Christopher Wallace, better known as Biggie Smalls. I ain't gonna lie, that, that guy is badass. I like him. And both of these icons are dead because of the streets. Somebody killed these two icons. And to this day, both of their murders have not been solved. One died in Las Vegas, Tupac, and Biggie Smalls in Los Angeles. Yeah. And their, their music was great. But I understand other artists are not going to be on their level. They're not going to be on their level. And now you got some of these rappers who turned a new leaf, so to speak, and became mediocre actors and actresses.
like Queen Latifah. She's not a great actress. Now she's trying to do the equalizer. And the only reason why I believe that the equalizer is on the air is because of her skin color. You know? Because, oh, we ain't got enough black people doing shows, so let's just make her the female version of equalizer, even though you're embarrassing the original guy. That show sucks with a capital S. And you got LL Cool J and Will Smith and all the others, Ice T. You know, these guys, you know, uh, what's the other guy's name? You, you know, Ice Tap, I mean, Ice Cube. You know, look at these guys now. I, I can't, <laughs> I can't even watch some of these guys as, as they try to act. I mean, it's excruciating. It really is. Because they're trying to harness, they're trying to harness their talent into something else. They should harness that talent and bury it somewhere. Because they probably feel that, hey, we contributed to some of this violence that is going on in the hip-hop culture. So if I can become an actor or actresses, they'll see the softer side of me, the softer side of me. <laughs> okay, let me, have, yeah, let me laugh a little bit at that. So, now I'm not gonna say all hip-hop is bad. And you also had a lot of rappers who just quit school, you know? And they say, I'm gonna be a rapper. I wanna be a producer. Go down to Compton, California, where the game is from. And he had a little show, and they interviewed this 10-year-old boy just sitting there in front of his house. They asked him, what do you wanna be when you grow up? First thing that came out of his mouth, I wanna be a rapper. Not, I wanna be a school teacher or a firefighter. I wanna be a rapper. Now, I, I do understand that most young people of color, particularly in the inner cities and in the poor neighborhoods, they see this as a way out because you can make fast money. If you're good, you're gonna make money. So why should I be a teacher? Why should I be a firefighter or a police officer when I can just go, drop a few lines, somebody discovers me, now I'm rich. I got all the women, or they like to call it, I got all the bitches, bitch. You know, I got money, I got gold. I'm rolling down the street, you know, in my 6'4", you know what I'm saying? You know, clocking the holes. That's, that's their life. So they'll just quit school and give up and say, I'm gonna be a rapper. I mean, what can you say to that? But you know what? I forgot to mention one rapper, one rapper who had a positive influence in his neighborhood. Just one. And he was murdered. He was murdered. Named, his name is Nipsey Hussle. He was a positive influence in his neighborhood. Opened up a business called Marathon's clothing store, hiring people from the neighborhood. He was a positive influence. And he was a rapper, a pretty good one at that. But he never forgot about his community. He was always in his community. And he wanted to expand in his community. But guess what? Jealousy. 
Jealousy took this brother out. Some idiot maggot named Eric Holder goes, goes up to Nipsey Hussle and just shoots him, kills him. While Eric Holder's girlfriend was driving a getaway car. I don't know why her dumb ass is not in jail either. Every time you get a good black person who wants to make a difference in their neighborhood, they get gunned down. Look no further than Malcolm X. But I know they're not, Malcolm X is not part of the hip hop culture, but Nipsey Hussle was. And now he's no longer with us. And, and now you look at his store, it's still shuttered, cobwebs all over the place, it's fenced up. I don't know what his family's doing to try to keep his legacy alive. So, I just want to emphasize that there are some good rappers, hip-hop artists out there. Where are they? I don't know. But I know Nipsey Hussle stands out in front of all of it. All of it. And then all the people who were talking good about Nipsey Hussle, saying they're going to try to keep his legacy going, where are they now? Where are they? Where's Dr. Dre? Where's Ice Cube? Where's T.I.? Or whatever that idiot Atlanta rapper name is. They all said something. They're going to do something. Yeah, you know what? Let me... I get sick and tired of this. I get sick and tired of people. People who are dying. People who have died. But then they praise you. Oh, he, this was a good person, this and that. But they can praise the hell out of you. But they won't do one thing. They won't reach into their wallet or their purse and say, hey, here's a little something to help out with the neighborhood or something. They won't do that. I don't need nobody to praise my ass. If I'm doing something good, help me out. Let's do it together. Particularly in the inner cities. He was a positive role, role model. And now you look at that area where Nipsey Hussle's from, it's nothing. It's nothing. Now I'm getting a little bit angry because a good brother was killed because he was trying to make a difference. And that Eric Holder killed him, you rot in hell. You should never see the daylight again. You should never see the streets again, you piece of shit. In conclusion, I'm sorry. Let me calm down. Let me take it down a notch. You know, let me, take, let me, let me get a drink of water here. Hold on a second. I needed that. I needed that. You know? So I just bringing it down a little bit. Just bringing it down a little bit. Okay. Now I'm fine. I'm fine. But I'm not trying to discourage anybody who loves listening to hip hop music. Just don't try to act it out. Enjoy the music. That's what you like. Don't become that person in the lyrics. Don't become that person. You know, always remember this is reality, not fantasy. And I know that we're going to have a lot of people 
into the hip-hop culture. I want to be the next Ice Cube or, or Drake, whatever his name is. Most people think it's easy. It could be easy if you, if you become your own producer, I guess. But it's all about quick money and fast women and cars and gold. You know, trying to fill your 32 teeth with gold and platinum, which looks stupid to me anyway. But hey, that's your choice. In conclusion, I'm Older Bear Man. You can follow me on Spotify, Anchor, and Amazon Music. <laughs> God bless our country. God bless our military. God bless we to be.